ready for the 2-2 to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is swung out and missed, and Tom Browning has missed a perfect game. Welcome back to City Beats' third best sports coverage in the city of Cincinnati. How do you feel about that, Ed? The thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. I wanted it to be like something better than that, but the only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. That. That's fine. okay. Well, I'm sorry. the The live feed went down as soon as I went hit live. So, so are we back live. I'm. It's about to be yes. All right. I'll have it back up in just a second. Technicalities as we mess around with different ways that we can provide you with what it is here that we do. To reiterate, we are the city beats third best sports coverage in the city, as brought to you. Uh, the city by you the fans Um, that's right you guys voted for us we were a write-in we weren't even actually on the ballot at any point in time to my knowledge and uh um just as uh in the drop down box it did end up yeah you had to start typing though for it to actually pop up in the drop down correct so yeah we uh we thank everyone who went out and voted for us because that's a, a huge honor for us to be given an award in what's become roughly our year anniversary just around at that time, so, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think we celebrated that what uh, two, three episodes ago. So. Something. Yeah, I'm stoked. I know Ed's stoked. Did you get your copies yet of City Beat? Oh yeah, they're upstairs. Did you? I put in a copy at the office too, with a posting note in it telling people where to look, and I highlighted <laughs> it. And well, now my Kroger is out. Well done, sir. Thank you. I, I don't think Periscope's going to work tonight. Well, we'll keep on working on it. With all that said, you got anything else in the intro here? I uh, sure don't. Let's talk some Reds. Special shout out to friend of the podcast. He loves this song. Brandon Kunkel. He loves that song. He loves the song. So uh, we had opening day since our last show. You went down to the parade. I did. Um, also for those, before we get into Ed's parade experience and all of that, um, be sure to hop on our website. You can find that at www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog, because we had a special contribution from friend of the podcast, Clay Snowden, also of locked on reds, where he wrote a blog about his opening day experience. So be sure to check out that blog. It's yeah. Go check good. that out. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good write up. Nice little recap. Recap. Um, so yeah, you went to the opening day parade. I did. How was that? Uh, it was good. You uh, went down with your, your wife and kids. Yeah. Well, just took one of the, just took up the older. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's long, man. It is, it was long and they added apparently 50 floats this year. I must've stood there forever. It, it felt like forever. Where'd you set up camp? Um, where were we? Uh, right in front of the bus depot. Um, Remember where Tony Kayla got married, where their reception was? Yeah, yeah. The center? We were right down there. Okay. Yeah, that was a good time. Cool. Uh, for those of you who are watching the Reds game, was Eugenio, Eugenio? Eugenio, Suarez Eugenio Suarez just hit a home run. So uh, it's 4-3 to three right now. It was a solo shot. But, I like that guy. Um, speaking of home runs, we did win opening day at 5-3 against Pittsburgh. Um, Jose Peraza had the surprise first home run of the season. I don't think many people were expecting him to be the guy. No, I don't think people were at all. Not with all the firepower we have in the lineup. That has kind of yet to be seen. 
Um, we'll, we'll take that one from Suarez. We'll get into that a little bit later. Like I said, Derek Dietrich um, had the game-winning home run in the opening day game. Clay told you here first he was going to be a fan favorite. All of a sudden, way early on, here he is with what ended up being the game-winning home run. He spent the winter playing in the Dominican Winter League. I mean, he pitched 23 games down there. In the air, right center field, and Derek Dietrich, welcome to Cincinnati! And man, is he fired up! A native Buckeye! So he uh, he actually did go to St. Ignatius High School up in Cleveland. Up in the Cleveland. Um, so, yeah, he is definitely of Ohio descent. Um, up in the land. It's uh, it's good to see a guy, not necessarily a hometown guy, but you got to figure that he definitely had some family and friends here from back home, I would, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, considering he played for Florida before this, you know, I mean, this is way more closer to home than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you would think he had all kinds of people there. But no, it was it was a way cool moment for him. You could see how jacked he was after he hit that home run. You know, as he's like running the base, just pumping his fists, just like a madman. He's already his forearms are crazy, dude. He, how about that big gold chain too? Uh, it's a giant chain. It's a giant that chain he wears. Um, but then after he hit the home run, you know, he did a curtain call, and I don't I don't remember if it was after he crossed home or during the curtain call, but he grabbed the C on his chest and just like. Showing it off to everybody, like, look, this is who I'm here. This is this is me. This is who I'm representing. Not like some of the guys who, after they do the curtain call, they're like, doing the Rob Van Dam, like, look at me. Here's my name plate right. on the back. Like, right. He wasn't about that. He's this is me. I'm a red. Like he I'm, did a curtain call, and I'm. It was a way cool moment. And you're killing me right now. I'm sorry. I, th- I think I think I fixed it. I think I fixed it. <laughs> Said that already. Um, game two, actually ended up being rained out. And then we proceeded to lose the next two games. One to Pittsburgh, which ended up being a 5 nothing shutout. And one to Milwaukee, which had an attendance of 7,799. Let's not, let's not make a big deal out of that. Let's, let's not do that. Everything's going to... Everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. Let's not make a big deal out of it. I mean... When it comes down to it, it's a Monday night game in April, and it was cold. It was super cold, and that's why I don't think we need to make a big deal out of it. You got 81 home games. Why would you go to that one? I don't blame anybody for going. I would. Or not going, for that matter. Kind of putting something in perspective, though, as we're looking back on the first three games. uh, This comes to you, this statistic comes to you courtesy of Lance McAllister, and as much as I do not like listening to the guy, he's got some pretty good tweets with some pretty good stats. That's a good point. Um, Scott Shebler, 0 for 10. Yasiel Puig, 1 for 11. Matt Kemp, 0 for 7. Eugenio Suarez. I like saying his name. Uh, he's 1 for 10. So collectively, those four guys, 2 for 38. That's crazy. That is crazy. You're not going to win games with that kind of production from... Those guys. Um, speaking of Matt Kemp, he was actually ejected last night. <laughs> Did you watch the, I, the ejection? Yeah, so I see him get upset, and then all of a sudden they come back commercial break, and I'm like, well, be- because you can't argue strikes at all. You're not allowed to argue strikes 
at all. And it looks like the most respectful ejection I've ever seen. <laughs> like, he didn't seem upset. He didn't seem he was yelling at him. I mean, I don't know if you can read lips or not, but what I saw, it didn't look like he was even cursing at him. He's just like, dude, that pitch was below my knees. What are you doing? Which looked understandable. It's fair. It's I mean, fair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, if nothing else, maybe the umpire doesn't make that call again at any other time during the game, like later on. But, unfortunately, he wouldn't have been a recipient of that. But it is what it is. Um, We also yesterday had our first trade of the season. Um, I don't know if you caught this or not. Matt Whistler, who, uh, if you remember, he was one of the pitchers that we got in the trade with, was it Atlanta? Um, I can't remember. I think it was Atlanta for uh, David Duvall. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. I don't know who. I don't remember. I mean, it sounds familiar because I remember the the last name is like you know a weird last name. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Matt Whistler. We got him in the trade for uh, Duvall. Um, But he was now uh, he was basically sent back down to AAA, um, and he was out of options. So I. The Padres are getting him. We're getting in return right-handed pitcher Diomar Lopez. I don't know anything about this guy yet. But uh, if you did watch the game last night, Puig had his first hit as a red. Uh, Ended up being a two-run double. I did see that. Oh, of course it wants to buffer. Hold on, let's try it again. And Puig hooks one down. Well, we don't have the audio on that right now. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Well, Vado scored. Vado <laughs> What is going on with Twitter tonight, man? What's going on with everything? And then Puig does his little dance. I like that. He was celebrating on second base. It's good to see him get a hit. Yeah. Um... Get that monkey off the back, right? Correct. Dietrich ended up getting another RBI last night, which, I mean, people said we were going to love him. Clay said last week and the week before we were going to love him. I'm a fan. I mean, the guy comes out and he produces. That's all you can ask. His autograph is already, I thought I could get, like, cheap, you know, like, start, you know. I should have known. Should have got it before. Should have listened to Clay. I got somebody who wanted to. Offer me uh, forty-five dollars on a regular baseball, and eighty dollars on a hundred and fiftieth anniversary baseball. Get out of here! Yeah. So I'm just gonna go to the parking garage and hope he. <laughs> um, or Reds Fest, maybe something. Some like bad news already though for the season. Oh, Hunter Green. I, I thought, thought it was an April Fool's joke. I literally was I th- about to say the same thing. I thought it was an April Fool's joke for sure. Um, Hunter Green is gonna have Tommy John surgery. If anybody watched him last year, um, he's kind of got a herky-jerk motion. It, I don't know. People are saying that maybe he was overcompensating for his location struggles with power. Okay. And so that's probably why he threw out that elbow. Um, but the good news on Hunter Green is, A, I believe he's still only 18 years old at this moment in time. Uh, I think he's 19 now. Either way. Yeah. I was young, looking it up last super night. Super young. Yeah. Um, so he should bounce back fairly easily. It's not like a 32-year-old who's having the same surgery or anything. Yeah. Um, also, if for, I mean, worst case scenario, if this doesn't work out with him being a pitcher, 
bear in mind that when the Reds drafted him, he was a five-tool player. He was a guy that had to make a decision. Are you, am I going to be a position player or I am I going to be a pitcher? That. I forgot about that. So the world is not over just because he's getting Tommy John surgery. If this doesn't work out, maybe you throw him in the outfield. Maybe you throw him in the infield. Who really cares? At the end of the day, one way or another, I think you're going to see Hunter Green still come up through the system. It just may take a little bit longer than what we had anticipated. Yeah, Jeff verified it's 19. He's 19. Okay, cool. Thanks, Jeff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – I'm not scared. You know, I, I think we're going to be okay with, with Hunter Green. Yeah, it's not – It's yeah, it, it's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, if it Like you said earlier, if it would have been an older pitcher, yeah, we could get worried. But, yep. nah, I ain't worried about it. It's not like we got the belt or anything like that. <laughs> so – Luis Castillo had a great outing on opening day. Uh, you know, he was the starter, got the ball, and did what he was supposed to do with it. Unfortunately, <laughs> the Boo Birds came out for Sonny Gray. You hate to see that. It's his first start here as a Red. People are already comparing him to Homer Bailey. I need these no. knee-jerk reactions to chill out. Like, do, it, I, do I have to hit it again? No. I mean, at the end of the day, the last two games have been at home, and it's been sub-40 degrees. It's true. So, I don't know how many of you out there know about pitching, but it all comes down to finger, like, placement on the ball and, like, snap of the wrist and what have you upon releasing the ball. And when you can't feel your fingers, that's going to make a difference. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not... It's, it's I'm not, not ready to run Sonny Gray exactly, out of town already. Exactly. It's, it, it, again, he's going to be fine. It's like I told Clay this afternoon the, on Twitter. It's the third game. Right. <laughs> it's the third game. It's his first game here. He was so excited because he's got like the whole thing with his dad and how yep. his dad was a huge fan of the Reds. So there's probably some nerves there. You have the whole 150th celebration going on. It's your first start here as a Red. Like There's a lot going on. There's a lot. There's a lot. And it's cold as balls. You know, I mean, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ready to to run him out of town yet. Put the pitchforks away. Put down your torches. It's gonna be okay. Um, same thing with Tanner Rourke. Everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. Same thing with Tanner Rourke, man. I mean, he had a bad outing last night and didn't look. You know, he just didn't look great. It's still early. Again, I, I think game temperature upon the game start last night was like 33 degrees. It was cold, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there's so many different like <laughs> there's so many different things going on with this. So you have the pitchers who are struggling because it's cold. It's super cold. This is not baseball weather. This is like soccer weather. This is like football weather. But it's not baseball weather. I mean, if you watched each hitter yesterday after they hit the ball, they're going to first and just like looking at their hands. I mean, even with the gloves on, it's just... It's, yeah, because it it's going to sting every time you hit the ball. I was on my couch watching the game. They're wearing those like uh, baklavas or whatever. They all were. Like, yeah. First of all, it wasn't that cold, but I mean, it was still cold. Down on the river, it's colder than well, it I is in your backyard. I didn't think about that. So they all looked like they were playing in in Alaska last night or something. I don't. I mean, I think I feel like if they could have gotten away wearing a hoodie like uh, the one receiver for Green Bay would. I don't know if you remember that. No. Yeah, he used to wear a hoodie on the field. I thought that uh, Tucker Barnhart was wearing a hoodie yesterday. It, I would have worn a hoodie. It, it looked cold. Did by the way, did Tucker switch to the old school um, catcher's mask? 
I don't know the answer to that. I'm I sure thought he always used like the hockey style one, but last night I noticed he was wearing a hard helmet with the with the straps on it. Uh, like you know, the, maybe the it's because separate. he was wearing that all the the extra. That's a possibility. You're right. That's ear a good cover. Point. That's a good you. point. I don't know. I have to look um, look on the game. Also, last night on Twitter, there were a lot of people saying that we shouldn't have left Scott Shebler to bat against uh, James Hader. I think it's James. Um, I think it's Hader. Um, <laughs> uh, the 95-mile-an-hour pitcher for the Brewers who came in to close last night. Um, Scott Shebler couldn't get the bat around to even get close to hitting this ball. No. And people are saying that because when um, Michael Lorenzen actually came in to pinch run later on in that inning, they're saying that we should have had Michael Lorenzen come in and actually pinch hit for Scott Shebler. I'm here to tell you we shouldn't have had Michael Lorenzen come in to pinch hit. He's not the experienced hitter that Scott Shebler is. Scott Shebler gives you a better chance than Michael Lorenzen is going to give you. Yes. People, again, are just knee-jerk reactions. Everybody thinks they got it figured out over David Bell. I know you put the, twi- the tweet out there that said, fire David Bell. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm know. just trying to. I'm just trying to, you know, fire things up, stir some things up around here. And it's fine, you know, whatever. It's it's just people. Everybody's got an opinion. I get it. Everybody wants to be heard. I get it. Everybody wants the likes and retweets and whatever. Not me. I don't care. Just, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, but everybody's just gotta chill out. Just pump the brakes. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. It'll be okay. Chill out. That's that's how. That's what I think. However, there's Uh-oh. one thing I had an oh, opinion on go. last night. How you feel about these woo people? Oh, no. Please get rid of them. Man. It no, m- God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! It no! M- it made no! watching no! the game literally damn near unbearable. And I put that out there. I don't care how old it makes me sound. I'm here to tell you that I am not for the woos. I'm for, I'm not for me either. I'm for the woosahs. The woosahs? Woosah. Woosah. What are you? Are you, are you Mike, Ma- Mike Lowry? That's where he is. Woosah. No, I mean. Then the date shows up at the front door. God, it was so bad last night. And I got into a conversation with somebody who was saying that, you know, people needed to find things to do to entertain themselves last night. Yeah. <sighs> It's a three-three game. It's tied. No, no, no. It's, I don't. They do it when it's n- when it's not boring down they there. They do it any time of the game. It's so annoying. I think it's. I think it's like the I've had six plus beer call. That's what. And I'm cold. But yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. Exactly what it is. Or the game's taking too long. I'm bored. Let's just start going. Woo! Just leave. It's not even like the Ric Flair woo. Like if it was a Ric Flair woo, you know, then maybe a little bit of better. But. I mean, Go over to the bar across the street and do it all you want at the bar. Yeah. Oh, they'll probably kick you out. Why? Because it's obnoxious. It's extremely obnoxious. It's It makes for terrible audio while watching the game. The players don't like it. The no. The broadcasters hate Woo! it. <laughs> Marty hates it. Oh, Marty. He hates everything. He hates everything. I mean, he's That's kinda, why I love Marty. He's kind of in that crotchety old man disposition at this point. That's why I love he's Marty. He's entitled to it. He's been here long enough. But Exactly. Yeah, he's he's a little mad about it. But Marty says his gospel. How many people we got watching us on Twitter right now? Three. All right. Well, to those three. Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's giving us all kinds of stuff out here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Feel free to comment as you wish. Um, anything you want to read? 
Uh, Shebler is Ofer against Hadler. It has no sacrifice bunts in his professional career. Uh, Sackfly was in 2014 for Chattanooga, and the Woo Birds need to go. Um, I I didn't want him to bunt either. No, I didn't want him to bunt either. But but they were talking about. I mean, they were talking about that it. That became a huge topic of conversation on Red's Twitter last night too. Oh my goodness! Everybody. Between Red's Twitter and UC Twitter, I'm which one's go worse? Crazy. <laughs> which ones? Which ones got more knee jerk knee jerk reactions? I think worse right now is UC Twitter because I can deal with it. That's because it's chilled out. The Reds Twitter, I'm like, come on, guys, it's third game. It's third game. And then they'll tell you it's technically the fourth game. The the, the Saturday's game got rained out. Nope, it's not. It doesn't count as a win or a loss, don't, and it has to be replayed. Don't try telling that to Red Twitter. Uh, don't try telling that to Reds Twitter. Hey, Greg. Anything else you want to talk about with, uh, with the Reds here? No. Let's move on. FC Cincinnati. Come back! Come back! We got more winning to do! Cincinnati is big enough for soccer! Yeah! Yeah! We are a new city! Do you believe in a new Cincinnati? Cincinnati is big enough for soccer! Yeah! Yeah! Do you believe in Ryan Geis? New bars! New bars! New bars! So, FC Cincinnati. Yeah. They, they lost. Two to nothing. It was the same Saturday that the Reds game got rained out. It was pouring down there. Cold. It was windy. It was rainy. People were talking about it like it was apocalyptic down there because of how cold and rainy. I think it ended up like flurrying later that night as well. I'll tell you this though. I I didn't even mention this. The Reds game got rained out. Mm -hmm. Yet Parker's soccer game still played. And they were supposed to play around the same time. Huh. Yeah, we were still out there in the mud. Well, soccer's a little bit different sport, though, than baseball. But they're five-year-olds. Well, wrap them up. Oh, we did. Oh, hoodies all all day long. Yeah, your kid gets sick a lot. Hoodies and raincoats. He's fine. (laughs) The other one. (laughs) Um, So we did lose 2 to nothing to uh, Philadelphia Union at Nippert Stadium on Saturday. From everything that I read up on the game... Defense played slow. Obviously, we had subpar offense. Um, Greg, if you're listening, feel free to chip in whatever you want. Um, Some of the stats, 44% possession for FCC, 56 for Philly. We only had five shots, um, two on goal, and Philly had 16 shots. Only three of those were on goal, but they made them count if they're scoring two of those three. we I'm, the fouls, the offsides, the corner kicks, saves; those are all about even. Um, I don't know. It's it was. It's hard to want to do anything. We saw it from the Reds. We they, we we saw it from FC when it's this cold out. FCC, it's, sorry, they, they don't <laughs> like being called FC. Oh, that's right. We talked about yeah. that. But it's cold, man. It's cold. It's super cold. I mean, I don't like it. No. And this is why we're all sick. Yeah. And I mean the red. I know it's just it's soccer. They're used to it, though. I think a little bit more so than baseball. Yeah, I mean they just got back from a month and a half in Arizona. That, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean exactly. It, it makes a world of difference. No, exactly. Uh, the the dry heat that they have down there versus the wet cold <laughs> that we've had here. It's ridiculous. I'm just looking forward to this weekend when it's supposed to be up in the 60s, 70s, 80s. So, 
Um, I mean, we it, we probably lost because of Audi. Well, and that's something I did want to bring up. Um, Cincinnati, Fernando Audi. Um, he had a bad weekend. <laughs> he had a. He, he had didn't a have a weekend. good one. He didn't have a good one. Uh, at three forty-five on Sunday morning, and this was after the game. He was cited for, and this is all according to the Cincinnati Enquirer, um, he was cited for driving while impaired, speeding, and not possessing a valid license, which he did actually later provide to the courts. Oh, good. Um, he just left it in the locker room. Well, it's from Ukraine, so I oh, guess well, he doesn't, that doesn't, he doesn't carry it. I don't know. Um, he did blow a .124. Uh, the good news, I guess, if any can be taken from it, uh, was that he had no priors. So he's getting let off pretty light um, as he's already trying to um, basically serve what time he needs to with his license suspended at this point. And then trying to, he's already filed to get his um, driving privileges uh, once that suspension's over. But he is un- unavailable to play, practice, or exactly. participate in any other team activities Until he completes the pending program. the completion of a league substance abuse and behavioral health program that's all bad that's a bad look it's uh, not good obviously it's the only only the first fcc player in trouble and for anybody who's a defensive soccer fan uh, well i already know i mean we've had some issues with the reds with the Bengals. we're not calling you out being bad people just trying to say when you're doing 105 and a 65 while having been drinking that's probably not smart life choices no it's not and actually i and we're still new to soccer, so I, I, I yes. I, but apparently, a lot of FC Cincinnati fans aren't as impressed with them as they thought they were going to be. With the team itself? No, with Audi. Well, and Audi's one of the highest paid MLS players yeah. at this point in time. When we brought him in from Portland, uh, that we we signed him from the Portland Timbers, and it was a big deal. Yeah, no, and it was. He because he's one of the top paid players on the team. He was automatically one of the faces of this team and we called him Cincinnati kind of a de facto leader on this team because of the pay grade he took you know he took that role and kind of ran with it anytime reporters were coming in either local or from any other markets they were talking to him and he was more than happy to talk to them as a de facto leader and this is not what leaders do um I don't know I mean if you look around at I mean, you got Andy Dalton. That's not something you'd see him do. Uh, AJ Green. It's not something you'd see him do. Even Chad Johnson. He didn't drink at all. No, he just ate McDonald's. Uh, when he'd go to bars, he would literally drink energy drinks. Yep. Um, with I believe pineapple juice. We get a pineapple and Red Bull. I think that's what he drank. Like I believe that was his drink of choice. Like famously, he um, tweeted this week. I saw that. Apparently, he thinks that Cincinnati's a football town now. Well, that's because he's also playing soccer. Well, did you also see the article? It's like an MLS tweet or something, like Twitter page or something, like an MLS blog, saying that uh, Cincinnati is now a uh, soccer town, um, citing last night's attendance at the Reds game. I mean, you got 81 games. Let's see what happens when it's June. <laughs> right, Exactly. Exactly. So let's look at opening day. Opening day Reds is very comparable to opening day FCC. It was I don't know record you, breaking. I I don't know that you can say forty six thousand is something to be like. Well, they don't care about baseball in that town. Anyway. We marched the streets then too. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, 
getting back to Adi and all of that, again, with the Reds, you don't see Joey Votto getting in that kind of trouble. You don't see, you know, you didn't see Brandon Phillips getting in that kind of trouble, although he did get in a little bit of trouble with some of the scuffles he had with the media. Right. But that was in locker room stuff. That wasn't anything that was poor life decisions. Right. So let's hope that Cincinnati can go ahead and do better. Be better. <laughs> be better, Adi. Be it, better. It will be interesting to see how the MLS treats this compared to how we've seen the NFL, NFL, Major League Baseball. Yeah. It, it'll be so something new for us to understand, I guess. We'll find out shortly. In the meantime, anything else happening on Twitter that you want to throw out? Jeff is just loving tonight. Anyone that thinks Cincinnati is no longer a baseball town needs to have their head checked. I agree. 100% is this, wholeheartedly. Is this Jeff Howell? Yeah. He's a cop. What's that have to do with anything? He'll get you. <laughs> He'll check your head. <laughs> it's nothing to do with anything. You just wanted to say that. You're a weirdo. Let's talk UC. And down goes Savia. I... That's all I have. All right, that's fine. <laughs> because there's nothing. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of news here, um, but we're still going to talk a little bit about it. Biggest news of this week, defensive back Kyrie McDonald transferred from Alabama, and that comes to you courtesy of Chad Brendel from <laughs> Bearcat Journal. Um, he still has two seasons of eligibility left beginning in 2020. He is a three, or he was a three-star recruit in 2017. Um, he hails from Madison, Alabama, and when he came out in 2017, he was ranked the 49th defensive back in the nation. And UC even offered him back then. But we got one from Michigan. We got one from Alabama. I feel like we're doing some big things. Well, I mean, it's UC football. We are doing some big things. I mean. We knew this when Fickle was signed that there was going to be there was going to be an adjustment. We were actually going to start recruiting players. Yeah, uh, players were, were going to want to come here because he came from Ohio State. Yeah, um, it, we knew this kind of stuff was going to happen, and I'm excited. I mean, who can't be excited about it, right? I re-upped my season tickets just yesterday. There you go. Guess what happened? You got oh, you got kicked out of the Bailey. No, 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 no. Oh, I upgraded. Did you get back? What? Did you get a seat back? No, no, no. Football. Oh, oh. Well, I, but the, they don't have seat backs. I mean, yeah, they do. They if do. you're sitting, on, I don't want to be in that. Oh, section. okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm in the Bailey area. Are you on the front row now? Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna miss the people who sat behind me because I loved them. They were great. Um, got to sit in front of them for the last two seasons, but I'm gonna be in the front row now, so I get to bang on the wall. So that should be fun. I'm excited about that. Jeff is asking if Christian Smith is going to transfer to UC as well. Um, I have no clue. We're not related. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> so, oh, so you don't have the inside. I don't have the inside information. We're not related. There's a lot of other Smiths out there. Um, also in UC news, his jersey though. Jaron Cumberland was named the AP All American honorable mention. So, correct me if I'm wrong here. How many honorable mentions went out? Do you know? I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm assuming it's probably not more than five, maybe ten. I think that's probably a safe assumption because yeah, you got, probably. You got your, your All-American first team. You got your All-American second team. 
you got your All American third team, and then yeah, you so have your no more than honorable five, mentions. Yeah. So probably not more than five. So that puts him in the top twenty in the nation. And if I'm not mistaken, as well, when they do first team, second team, third team, they do positions, right? So you're yes. doing like guard, guard, forward, right, forward, right, center, right. or maybe three guards, two forwards, yeah, something like that. So that puts him in pretty elite status as a guard. I would say so, yeah. I mean, use your words. Use your words. I told you, I'm already frustrated with Bengals Twitter or Bearcats Twitter right now. That's how frustrated I am. I just call it Bengals Twitter. We weren't even going to talk about the Bengals tonight. Um, I'm just. Everybody's saying that if Mick goes, then Cumberland's going to go to the NBA. We're not there yet. I do have stuff on Mick. But I'm, but t- I'm tying it into Cumberland. Dang it. They're all saying that. All right. If, if you Mick- want to talk about it. News is that Mick Cronin may be going to UCLA. There's the news there. It's a possibility. I heard that his daughter wanted to be a movie star. She's like seven. Well, she graduates with a doctrine this year. <laughs> uh, you didn't see that tweet earlier this that year? Was, yeah, that was like months ago or weeks ago. I like to tie things in. You do? I like uh, the Lincoln label. People don't know necessarily what you're talking about. They all know about it. Yeah, they don't all know about it. Go they all on. know about it. What's your rant, though? No, but I'm just saying, like, people are saying that Mick's going to leave, and if he leaves, then Jaron's going to go to the NBA. But I'm sorry, Jaron's not ready for the NBA. I agree. He is not ready for the NBA. So Jaron's not going to go anywhere. Jaron's going to come back again next year, and he's going to dominate the AAC again. Jaron has the opportunity. Um, if the refs let him. Jaron has the opportunity to become the winningest player in the history of UC sports. What's a, Yeah. Well, UC basketball. I don't, if, I don't. I can't speak to the other sports. But if Cronin doesn't leave, yes. Um, with all that said, though, he also has a chance to hit two thousand points, which I don't believe has been done since Troy Calpain. Did he hit two thousand? Uh, yeah, Troy hit two K against Louisville in two thousand and fourteen. So we lost that game at the buzzer. Troy did it, and before him, SK did it. Oh, sorry, I was talking about SK. Uh, I don't think Troy did it. No, Troy didn't no? hit two K. Okay. No. So, Sorry. SK then. SK was the one who did it. SK is the one who did it in 2014 against right. Louisville. So, I mean, obviously it's not been super long since that, but that's a big deal. For this program, we have a lot of history. That's a big deal. No, it is a huge deal. So, they're also talking about putting him more this next season in at point guard to make sure that he can handle being the guy with the ball because if he's transitioning to the nba he's probably gonna have to be a point guard yeah he didn't have to run point this year because we had jennifer and and kane correct but yeah next year you put him at point because he's too small to be a two he takes the ball across the line anyways he's too small to be a two yeah yeah you're right he's too small to be a two he's not gonna I mean, and he's almost too big to be a one. Same reason why Troy just keeps bouncing back and forth from the G League to the NBA. I mean, it's the same reason SK couldn't figure it out in the NBA. <laughs> Did you see that video clip yesterday <laughs> with Rick Pitino <laughs> just yelling at him, chewing them all up, and SK just sitting there like, "What's up? How's it going? I'm getting some food after this game." I don't know if you remember this guy, Mick Cronin. <laughs> that was my coach. He used to coach under you. <laughs> he he didn't he didn't take money. He yells louder than you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's smaller than you, scarier than you. He's like a little elf. Even though you're a vampire. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Full full House Slap Track. 
What are you talking about? That's a live audience. Yeah, that's a live that's audience a live here audience. in your basement. That'd be creepy. They're all here. I hate it. Anything? I mean, so as we we didn't, I don't feel like we talked enough about Mick Cronin. UCLA. So I had a conversation with one of my friends at work this week, who is a Xavier fan, and he sends me a message, and he says basically, "Are you serious? Is Mick Cronin seriously being?" thought of as a candidate for UCLA. And I'm like, what do you mean? And his response to that is, um, you know, how are you going to go from Cincinnati to a blue blood? Oh, here you go again. And my response to him is, how did Sean Miller? Oh, that's a fair, that's a fair. And wow. that's exactly what he said. That's a fair point. Took money. Well, that I wasn't even bringing that up. I wasn't trying to be that guy. Like I feel like right now, that's like kicking a kicking a guy while he's down. We all that's know fair. what's going on with Sean Miller, but in order to get there, who knows what kind of bad moves were made for Sean Miller? Whatever he did in either Xavier or at Arizona, I can't really speak to that. Nothing's really come out as solid evidence. He's currently still the head coach at or Arizona, and sweats a lot. With that all said, though. What did he prove other than consistency to go from Xavier to Arizona? He could recruit. He could put a team together. He could graduate players. He was consistent in getting to the tournament. Correct. What's Mick Cronin done? Nine years straight in the tournament. UCLA, I'm looking at your program. We beat you the last two years. And the last time you had success really was with Lonzo Ball. That was the last time. And that was a couple of years ago. I mean, it's only, what, three years ago, two years ago? But even before that, they hadn't been a great program. Over That's the cool. last decade, compared to what they were when we were growing up, watching the O'Bannon brothers. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they were a tough program. They're a storied program. They are blue bloods for a reason. Um, That's why Mick Cronin's being considered for that position. And again, like I said last week, he could leave today with his head held high because of everything he's done for this program. Sure. And he he would I don't think he would have any regrets about it at all. I would. What well, might have been. But I don't want to see him go. I know a lot of people are ready to run him out. I'm not ready for any of that. I don't want that to happen. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Obviously time will tell. Anything going on on Twitter before it's we move Bill, on? It's Bill. <laughs> he he said, "Can we can we cut David Bell?" And then he texted me and said, "Can you see my comments? They're valid." Rounding third. Okay. So, have you listened to Mark Hoppus's new band, Simple Creatures? I have not. Here they are. So. Yeah, the uh, one of the singers from Blink-182, new band this week, just came out. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't even listened to this track from front to back. Um, but I did download it, so we'll see what it's all about. It'd be interesting to see. I, I, I don't know, I missed, I, I missed the original Blink-182. Same. Yeah. You want to go first? I just did. Oh, yeah, you did. I guess that was a question. All right, cool. My question. Uh, would you eat the following food combination? A cheese coney wrapped in La Rose's pizza slice. I would definitely try that. I think we. I think I should try it during the podcast one night. I would absolutely try or it Or if you. we go to a game. 
We'll go live on Periscope. I don't want to eat it at a game. Oh, no, neither do I. Do you I. know how much that money that would cost That's at a, a game? That's a good point. I mean, hey, you're talking we, about like a $17 combination. We should definitely do it during the podcast. Because so. you would have to have enough pizza to wrap the coney. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is a two-piecer. Because, you know, with the with the squares. Unless you uh, got... They get the slice. Unless you got the slice. Like, if you got them do a slice. Because if you're the ballpark, they're giving you a slice. Yeah. Jeff said he would eat it. And he wants it now. I'd mess with it. Just, I, I think you go just pepperoni on that. You don't go anything weird. But. I guess during the rain delay, an FC Cincinnati fan ate it and started tweeting it. And I, if people were like gross, but I was like, uh, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> let's not be so quick to let's jump to conclusions, guys, because it, it might be awesome. I'm kind of a foodie. <laughs> now, is that hot dog and that cheese coney a get a dog or? Okay, all right. There's a lot of things, okay. a lot of variables here. There's some variables, and we put some crowd are, on it. Are we doing? Something. Are we doing mustard? Are we doing onions? Oh yeah. Definitely. What's the toppings on the pizza? Is it just plain cheese? Yeah. Are you going pepperoni? No, plain cheese. I'd mess with some pepperoni, I think. Yeah, it wouldn't be much different. Not really. No. no. Just, give a, just give a little something. Yeah, maybe a uh, veggie lovers. No, no. no. Veggie uh, La Rosa's veggie lovers on point though. Get out of here. Oh, it is, dude. Who are you? It's really good. I'm not going to lie. So, tickets for the Avengers Endgame went for sale this morning. Did you know that there's a black market for movie tickets? Oh, is there a Backspace website or we should know about? Um, eBay is selling tickets in, like, prime seat spots. You're kidding me. I swear to God. For anywhere from $50 to $100 in most cases, there were some theaters in downtown New York City that are going from 250 to 500. Now again, that's on eBay. Everything's expensive on eBay. Ooh. Jeff said put the habanero cheese on the coney. I don't I like where I his head's that. at. I don't know if I could do that. But yeah, man, you can put anything on eBay and try to sell it for expense. I'm just saying, I literally when I logged on this morning, so many people were logged in trying to buy tickets on Fandango. <laughs> real real story. That the queue to buy tickets was over an hour long. And tickets at the Cobb Theater up in um, the Liberty oh, Center. Oh, Liberty Center, yeah. They, their whole site crashed. The Cobb tickets were not even available. Are you serious? Now, as of this evening, tickets were available. But you could not buy tickets from April 25th through May 2nd for this movie this morning for the Cobb Theater. That is crazy. But just for that's this because everything movie? crashed. Their whole their whole system crashed from this movie. I don't know. It's man, a big deal, man. Get hip to the Avengers. Lot, Your kids man. love it. Sorry, I had to change the song. That's fine. How's that sound? Is that too loud? No, Sounds good. good. Alright, cool. Um let's see. Okay. So man, it's a good music night for us, I think. Um I heard a rumor that Green Day might be putting out a new album. Thoughts? Have you ever seen Green Day live? I have. Uh, American Idiot Tour. They're so good. Uh, Danielle and I saw them a couple years ago. I've seen them with Blink. Um, When I saw them with Blink, they actually opened for Blink. And they put on a better show than Blink. I would say so. It was the... Who are they with? I literally just said they were with Blink. Oh, sorry. They opened for Blink. Oh, that's right. And were better than Blink. I was thinking about Your ADD was, is no, so bad that, tonight. No, you said that. And I was trying to think about who they, who opened when I saw them. I think it was Simple Plan. No, not Simple Plan. Fallout Boy. Yeah, maybe the the the, the bass player who used to be real fat and used to play. 
with a shirt off and now he's skinny. Okay. One of those bands. All right. Oh, you're going to be excited about this. Jeff says that AMC is doing a 59-hour Marvel marathon. Uh, I can't sp- say Over that Over the word. last two weekends, Danielle and I watched game. 12 of the 21 movies. Okay, so you've already done that in your living room. Okay. Yes. All right, then. We are in about an hour through Ant-Man right now and still have... That's a real movie? Ant-Man? All right, then. It's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. That was real? Yeah. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. No, man. This is ridiculous. You up? No, you're up. I just talked about mine. (laughs) What do you think about Seth Rogen and the Lonely Island making a fire festival movie? Stop. Like, is it a comedy? Like yes. a parody? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'll watch it. I'm so in on I'll this. I'll totally watch it. Because I already think Seth Rogen's hilarious. No, wait a minute. This, this might be a and bummer. Andy Samberg is hilarious. Okay, so... Okay, okay, put this in perspective. Tacoma PD... Or Tacoma FD. Right? The guys from Super Troopers. Okay. What's Tacoma I watched FD? it on third... I never heard of oh, this. You, oh, it's on... Um, Spike? Maybe? I don't I don't know what channel it's on. Oh, TBS? I don't know. I it's know. after uh, Impractical Jokers. I don't But basically, it's um, Farva and... It's Broken Lizard. Yes, and it's a TV show okay. about... So, uh, they were about a police department, right? Right. It was about a fire department. Okay. It's, it's like they try to put all the jokes that were in... An um, hour and a half in, movie? In 30 minutes. But doing it over and over. It was and bad. over. I, I didn't like it. I hope episode so was, number two is good, but was it as bad as Anchorman the, the Anchorman podcast? podcast? I at least laughed a little bit during Tacoma F D, so <laughs> no. No, it was not as bad as the Anchorman <laughs> podcast. That thing was horrible. And Awful. it keeps showing like on my on my uh what is that? iHeartRadio app? There's a new episode. I don't want to listen to it. Thank you. And then Mo has to go, like, advertise for it. Anyways. Speaking of advertising, I meant to do this during the Bengals, or the Bearcat segment, but, um, Mrs. Bearcat on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, she is advertising that there is a, uh, Bearcats for a Cure, uh, event going on on May 7th. Uh, from nine to or I'm sorry, six p.m. to nine p.m. Uh, at Brink Brewery, I think is what it's called. I'm unfamiliar. It's on Hamilton Avenue. Okay. We used to we used to roam Hamilton Avenue. Uh, but a dollar for a, do- a dollar of every pint will be donated directly to the Bearcat for a cure uh, for the 2019 Walk for a Cure uh, for arthritis. So I just wanted to throw that out there because she's trying to get that out there, and I thought I'd I'd help her out a little bit. What's your question? Queens of the Stone Age, apparently. Um, do you think we sh- they should be shooting off fireworks at the opening day parade? I think there should always be fireworks. At the parade, though? For everything. It gets me every year, man, because ever since the... Do you have PTSD? No, I don't. But, like, ever since the... Large groups with big explosions, Not, I'm not down with that. That's fair. It's 2019. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Every year, for like, well, at least the last. I mean, are they like firecrackers? Like, no, 
no, it's like a giant boom, so it sounds like a bomb. Where? Off. Uh, it's a float. It's a Razi's float. It's the first float in the parade, and they literally pull a trailer behind them with a mortar in it, and this, they have like these buttons, and it's like... They, they also have flames that come out. Remember the fire? Like that, but... This is literally a mortar that just shot straight up in the air, pop! And I'm like, Whoa. every time it gets me, like, oh, I'm ready to duck and cover, duck and cover. Same team, Farva. Same team. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, how do you feel about Bloody Marys? I know you love them. I've never had one. What about chicken and waffles? What? Oh, I like chicken and waffles. Have you had chicken and waffles? Yeah. Have you been to Taste of Belgium? Yeah. Okay, so have you had them there? Yeah. God, they're good. They're delicious. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the first time that I'd gone there by any means this weekend. Um, And I've been there, I don't know, a handful of times. Um, But I had never had their Bloody Marys, I don't believe. Um, And if I had, they weren't as good as what I had this weekend. Uh, Highly recommend the Spicy Bloody Mary. Oh, my God, dude. I just, I might as well just sit at home all day. You don't like spicy. All that tomato juice plus spicy? You don't like spicy. Jeff said chicken and waffles is amazing. Agreed. You know he has some downtown too. Yeah. All the time. Well, and that was the thing. Danielle was out running around taking pictures um, that we're going to put on our back wall in our living room. There you go. And so we were going to go try and go to the the one downtown but there was the reds game on sunday oh yeah so we're like no we're not gonna be down at the banks yeah yeah okay and parking by the time she got done taking pictures because yeah parking was terrible because of the game yeah so we're like all right we'll go up to otr pull up next to the taste of belgium and otr and the line's almost out the door of people waiting sunday morning we're like nah we're out on this too we went up to clifton norwood we went to clifton Clifton. yeah yeah it's on short vine okay and that one was golden. It's right there next to Cock and Bull. Oh, okay. And we went in there, and they were busy, but not too busy. Yeah. We could have waited like five, ten minutes for a table. We just went and sat at the bar. It was almost empty. Ain't not wrong great. with that. Loved it. Uh, Jeff says that Joella's chicken and waffles are better. What? I don't know where Joella's is. The is the chicken better, or is the waffles Which better? one's better, Jeff? The chicken or the waffle? Which came first? <laughs> the chicken or the waffle? Uh, Go with the chicken. The chicken or the waffle? <laughs> Just, what you got? I thought that was hilarious. Um, oh, this is... So, this I started talking to you. Okay. Amazon blimp that releases drones to deliver packages to your home. For or against it? It's terrifying. It's the biggest blimp I've ever seen. I don't know about you, but living in a condo complex with... Some shady housing not too far down the road. Oh, man, it's not going to be good. I don't want people to see that there are drones coming into my neighborhood at any point in time. So I should not fly a drone at the Easter egg. I'm just saying, okay. if you want, if it's got a package, oh, well, true. you're going to notice a p- package yeah. Yeah, 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 coming yeah. on a drone that's going into a neighborhood. Well, which one of these houses am I going to hit today? It doesn't seem... For sure. Out here in the country, that thing's getting shot down. It doesn't seem like a safe thing if you want to actually receive your package. Oh, wait a minute. We may have got April fooled. Did you? Yeah. Was that not you? No. Well, because Jeff says it was CGI. I'm just speaking on whatever video I saw. Yeah, he said that video was CGI. Well, 
You got got. I got got. Ah, oh, man, it's April 2nd. How'd I get got? Don't put your evil on me, Ricky He said Bobby. he's for it, though. He said uh, all around. All around, their food is better. He said it's out on the banks around the corner from Holy Grail. Go down there, check them out, see if they want to sponsor the show. Is that where that one place used to be on the corner, uh, down on the other corner from Oh, Crave? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Did they put anything new in there? I don't think so. Joellas. We'll have to look it up. I've never heard of that one. We'll have to look it up. Dang it, it was CGI? I thought for sure this was something we were going to get happening. Eb! Dang it. I'm so upset. If you're a baseball player. I don't know if we've talked about... We may have talked about this at some point. I don't remember. Okay. I don't know what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> what would your walk-up music be? You <laughs> don't know what you had for lunch. Uh, what would my walk-up music be? Uh, definitely wouldn't be Baby Shark. It's um, good. But... Although, if it was, the kids would love you. Oh, for sure they would. The parents would hate you. Oh, God, that Baby Shark song. Um, walk-up music, walk-up music, walk-up music. Um, you know, I was always a big fan of Todd Frazier's Fly Me to the Moon. I mean, I know it's by who it's by, but Todd Frazier always had that one as his walk up. Well, he was the Todd father. Yeah, I think I might do that. All right, maybe maybe a Creed song. Fly or something. me to the moon and let, let me, me sing amongst the stars. That was a good. He one. said, "No, it's next to Tin Roof." Oh, it must be where that um where that lady got ran out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she couldn't afford her business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though the city fronted all the money for her business, man, that was a mistake. Jeff said, batter up. Vanelli song? Ooh. Batter up. I'm the first to swing. First one. Okay, sorry. We got our crowd in a frenzy, Bob! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I used to bump that song in the track. Oh. Those two 10-inch subwoofers. Bob! Bob! <laughs> batter up. Um, I'm I would, the first I'd swing. come out to first. Damn It Feels Good to be a gangster. I had a feeling you were going to say that, so... Let's see if we can play that without getting kicked off. It's coming up. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yep, that's what I would come out to. We're not going to play any more of that because yeah, right after that, it gets bad. Um, it is one of the feature songs in office space yes it is the same office space is a great great all great. right did we have any punctuation partners i don't believe we did no but i had one more question oh do you yeah just kidding you sorry. went ooh, sorry to jump the ahead. gun sorry to jump the gun it's okay and pull up one more song for my last question uh so my last question would you pay 75 dollars for a game used opening day ball Hell no. Me neither. But there's people out there doing it. Listen, I think if I was a if I was a baseball collector, you could talk me into one of Todd Frazier's home runs from the home run derby. Yes, you could for talk that me price. That. Sure. Even if it wasn't signed, you could talk me into one at that price. I paid seventy five dollars for that Todd Frazier All Star Game ball right there, and that Autographed. wasn't a home run. No, one of my buddies actually caught one of those. I came runs. right out of a box. One of my buddies did actually catch one of those home runs. There was a good story on Twitter. Um, but yeah. But no, there's no way that I would pay that for just an opening day ball. No. That Even but, if I was a collector, I don't know that there's that much significance behind it. Unless it was like the one Ramon Hernandez hit to win the game. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. Like, what was that? 
2012? Something like that. It just tells me that right now that the Reds Authentic booth, which apparently funds the community fund, is just going to get rich this year because they're going to be selling all those jerseys from the, what, 15 different jerseys that we're using this year? Mm -hmm. And hats. And hats. Plus the balls. Plus autographs. It's already $50 for a grab bag. Where are the proceeds going? Reds Community Fund. Okay. That's why I don't feel so bad about buying For, like, the, the field and all that that yeah, they have that over in stuff. Yeah, Norwood? Kids. Yeah. Jeff said it was 2011 or 2012. He said he was there. But, yeah. No, it's... I think I was there. Because there are some collectors out there who are going to snatch all that up. Well, sure. It's $250 for a base, and you know somebody's going to buy one of those, too. And, I mean, it's going to a good cause. If you've been to any of those fields they have out there in Norway, They're really like, cool. They're really nice. They're, they're really cool. They're way closer to the highway than I thought. 2011 confirmed. Um, <laughs> I think it's... It's just... It, I'm not going to be able to get any memorabilia this year. Except for that when I go down the garage. <laughs> You'll end up getting some hats. Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, from lids... All right, that's still memorabilia, bruh. Oh, that's, I guess it's true. Cool. I guess that's true. So, back to my question. Any punctuation partners that we have this week? We did not have any punctuation cool. partners this week. Well, this is where I'd like to remind you. Um, first off, thank you for anybody who stuck with us on Twitter. Uh, we're going to still try and do this with uh, going live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. There's some things we're toying around with, trying to see how we can broadcast actually on all three avenues at once and kind of try and bring you some of that that way. If you don't have time or don't want to mess around with podcast stuff or if you want to have us on while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, I don't know. At 9 o'clock at night. Yep. So, check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. Check us out on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Check us out on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Give us a call anytime you want. Leave us a message with your questions, comments, feedback, or hot takes. 513-818-2077. Again, check out Clay's blog. Uh, he wrote about his opening day experience at www.pardonpunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. Also, if you have any ideas for any blogs you want to write yourself, feel free to email them to us at pardon the punctuation at gmail.com because right now we're batting a thousand for putting out published blogs that people have emailed to us yeah we're, we're doing good so oh also don't forget you can check us out on youtube anytime after we have put out the podcast and watch us there as well also don't forget to uh give us a rating and a review on itunes and any other podcast app that allows you to do such like subscribe and as the Dan Lebetard show likes to put out there publicly, if you like, subscribe, then unlike, then re-like, then unsubscribe, then resubscribe, leave a rating. Apparently that all helps out. I don't know. You don't have to do all that. That's, That's a lot. Outrageous. I don't know why they ask anybody to do that. All right. So, bum the week. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum, and that's all you'll ever be, a bum! Well, that hurts, ma'am. That hurts, ma'am. I love it. That lady kills me every time. My bum of the week. Go for it. It's the FAA. What? Did I make that up? No. The, the AAF? Whatever. Oh, the, the AAF, yes. Yeah. yeah, the FAA is definitely the... <laughs> yeah. 
It's it's don't make them mad. They won't let me fly my drone. Dyslexia. Um, the AAF. Again. It's so sad. It's you know what's gonna be funny about all this? When the XFL comes back and it does, does better. Well, they're not gonna be Vince McMahon's got money. Let's not kid ourselves there. That's true. And he's he sold more stock of the WWF to fund this, so and he's not gonna let it go belly up. He already let it go belly up once. He's not gonna make, mess up again. He didn't rush to put a product out there. He could have. He didn't. He's a savvy businessman, regardless of what John Oliver's out That's there true. saying. Um, I hope they keep the the mic'd up quarterbacks though. So they folded after only seven games played. Here's the kicker, and I can't take credit for this because I saw it on Twitter. I wish I would have like written down who actually or screenshotted or something who actually said this. But for those of you keeping tally, Marvin Lewis has now been fired <laughs> twice in the same in year. the same year. <laughs> <laughs> the AAF got rid of him quicker than than uh, Mike Brown did. I mean, that didn't take. You could have done that in 14 years and still got rid of him quicker than Mike Brown did. It sucks because it was decent football. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL wouldn't just fund this. Well, it's the NFL Players Association wouldn't help. But you're right. Why wouldn't they just? Why wouldn't they want a talent pool that they can pull? Correct. From? You know what I mean? Instead of having a practice squad, you have some guys down there who are getting actual playing time. Yes. And pull them up, just like MLB, just like NBA. And I you mean, can have them there for like on rosters instead of college. Like with college players coming up, you got to wait. Right. Exactly. With right now, the only pool that they have, you got retired old Jason Witten coming out of the booth. Oh. The the arena league got me yesterday too, with the uh, April Fools. Yeah, they uh, have a Columbus team now, the Columbus Destroyers, and they said Joe Thomas was going to play. Get out of here! <laughs> have you seen that dude? Skinny, jacked. Yeah, jacked too. He does CrossFit. Is it all for your bum? Yeah, who you got? Uh, my bum of the week is Fox Sports Ohio. You're so mad at them. I am in the middle of watching the game last night, and we are going from the commercial to the top of the ninth. It's four to three, right? Four to three. We're down by one. We got the heart of our lineup coming up, and all of a sudden, welcome to Cavs pregame. What? Um, On opening day, the same thing happened. What? It kicked me off of whatever channel I was watching on satellite kicked me off and I had to switch over to like 64 or something like that to finish watching the game because NCAA March Madness came on. So I tweet Fox Sports Ohio. You did. And they responded, oh, that shouldn't have happened. Uh, what service do you have and where do you live? I tweet them that. No response. They because said, they know they messed up. They said the DM. I'm not going to. They can DM me. They're not trying to slide in your I'm DM. open. A lot of people trying to slide in the DMs. Get out of here. I can't even hear Anyways, me. Fox Sports Ohio, be better. All right. Be better. With cool. that being said, beer. It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? It got colder than I anticipated. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It is. That's good. Not super cold. Jeff said we should get the Twitch page. Working on it. I I thought that was for gamers. No, it's for everybody, man. Squirrel. So, tonight we have Rheingeist, Squirrel, 
nut brown ale. Uh, with a furtive glance and an eyebrow wiggle, Squirrel squiggles from his trunk, springing limb to limb with nutty agility. Sweet notes of toffee and chocolate fuel this nut brown ale. Manic maltiness, safe and spry in the floral hop forest. I'm so glad you read what that. What the hell does any of that mean? I'm just I glad don't know. you read it. 4.8% alcohol <laughs> per volume and 22 IBU. We got Squirrel Nut Brown Ale. Squirrel! Get it? I got it. Yeah, I got it. Because Thanks. I got it. My my medicine wears off by the time we get it starting this night. I think it wears off by six. That's not true. Oh, that's some good stuff. It's so good. Even a little warm, it's still good. It's not warm. It's just little not warm. cold. It's just not. It's not ice cold. I like it's my how the, cold. It's how the Germans drink it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's sehr gut. Das ist sehr This is where people stop listening if we don't Toll. stop. All Toll right. So with that, um, yeah. <coughs> I got a cough. It's a good beer. It's um, a really good beer. I like it. It's a little dark for spring, but hmm. it's not as bad as the cucumber I'm chewing grass uh, beer. Which I had. made burgers last night. You didn't drink that beer. No, but they were good burgers. All right. I don't have anything else. You got anything else, Ed? Uh, I don't have anything else. With that, we out.